<laughs> Way to fuck that up. <laughs> Welcome to Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Rena Gorman. Nina Boyd. And their agitated producer, Mike. <laughs> well, what's mm. got underneath your skin today, Mike? Mm. You two. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like us. You have no idea. You guys just don't know what the pregame is like here at all. <laughs> I think maybe you just need to open your mind a little bit. We'll get to that later on yeah. the show, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about how to break bad habits. Uh, we'll talk about common misconceptions in science. How and to win at rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, yeah. Nina thinks she's pretty good. I know I'm pretty good. You know? Yeah. All right, we'll have a battle. Okay. All right. And then uh, then no podcast is good without a poo joke. So we'll have a, we got some shit to talk about. That's true. Yeah. But first, uh, there's a difference in, um, difference between like what the public thinks and what science thinks. So for example, like, 88% of scientists think that it's safe to eat genetically modified foods. Like almost all our food is genetically modified, has been for a long time. 88% say, yeah, it's fine to eat genetically modified foods, but only like 37%, just over a third of yeah. the public think that, yeah, it's okay to eat, which is a 51% difference. I wonder if that same number of people is also involved in the 80% of adults who want special labeling for food that contains DNA. Yeah, like I mean, I want to cross over. <laughs> I want to know if I'm eating something that was once alive. I know, like I've never done that. You, you I mean, have to tell me if it's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, the public's so, kind of dumb. Yeah, I some think of the these, media has some some roles in this. Like, I think so. Yeah, some <coughs> Fox News. <laughs> some of these are pretty bad. News. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did you say Fox News? No, no, no. Okay, just checking. Um, what was the other ones? 41% of American adults believe antibiotics treat viruses. That's a pretty big percentage. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. And like Reno said, I don't think it's necessarily their fault or even that, you know, they're extremely ignorant. It's just like so much information that's wrong gets passed around so quickly these days, so easily. So here's some other interesting ones to, that pop out to me. There's a few of them. Uh, but uh, bless this one. you, producer Mike. Oh, oh. just bless God. <laughs> yeah, That's how right, do you bless God? <laughs> um, all right, so that was an earthquake, by the way. It wasn't just <laughs> was it a tsunami sneeze. instead? Yeah, someplace somewhere it just got fucked up <laughs> big time. Hey, Mike, how many how much how many people do you think believe that humans have evolved over time? Not enough. Like, if you had to guess, yeah, guess how much percentage. of the public? I would say under 10%. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's, it's far higher than that. You oh. have more faith than us. I don't that. have faith in <laughs> you people. Apparently, 10%, 12, 13. <laughs> We're asking God about well, that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I see so many people so aggressively stupid with their religion and how Earth is only 6,000 years old. It just kind of would yeah. baffle me to think that anyone would agree with evolution at all. Apparently, about sixty. At least in America, are we talking worldwide? Because there's smart people. No, this elsewhere. is American. This okay. is America. Yeah. So, sixty-five percent of the people out there, yep, believe mm-hmm. that we've evolved. Yeah, that humans have evolved over since time. we've started being humans. Yes, I guess okay. that's I what that sense. People, it's like the American public, like not not like a. They must have like just interviewed like San Francisco, L.A., and New York. They well, probably just like they the really did do t- fly yeah. over. Right. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure all those people but don't believe Pew in evolution. Research Center. They're 
fairly respectable. They get around. They get around. <laughs> something, something tells me there's something fishy but with there's this. Still like a, there's a big difference. Pole. So 98% of scientists believe humans have evolved over time. So there's still that huge difference. I believe it. Who are those 2% of the scientists are like, I know. no, no, we've yeah. stayed the same the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Christian scientists? Yeah. Well, I guess like. They believe in the me. The word scientist, too, is such a fucking broad term. Like, yeah, electrician like a, is right. a scientist, but. And you can get like your BS. You know, anthropologist. You know. Right. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be their specialty necessarily. <laughs> I got my BS in science. <laughs> I got your BS. Which right kind here. of science? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a master of science. Yeah. I got my master's Took in science. Took a couple gen ed courses. Uh, scientist. All right. How about uh, climate change? The way they Bio phrase it here. Biotin, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Climate change is mostly due to human activity. Yeah. What percentage <laughs> of the population do you think? Not enough. Like, like that. That I think is. Number. I think that's pretty low. Like at least like no greater than forty percent. Fifty percent. See, it's better than you think. Yeah. I I so just you're, you're just, he's just so pessimistic. He is pessimistic. He's pessimistic. No, I just uh, you see so many people are just not. Nah, it's okay. It's only gone up one degree. You know. Yeah. It's just like, I know. <laughs> All right. How about this one? Growing world population will be a major problem. I hope everyone agrees with that. Only about how much do you think actually care about it? Or right. actually say that. Okay, the first one was like 60%, problem. right? So the first thing was 60, then we went to 50. So now I'm going to go with 40. Well, we're jumping there's around. Like a down, order. <laughs> there's yeah. like a downward trend, right? <laughs> See, I'm not going to get this. I know. <laughs> it's just getting worse from here on out, right? Yeah. Uh, about 59% uh, of the public believe that the growing world population is a major problem, but 82% of scientists yeah. believe it. What happened to the other eighteen percent? Like, what are, is that? They, the bio ten master uh, I don't know. over there? I don't know. It's probably like the fucking those uh, scientists are like, oh, Multiple. machines are gonna solve all of our problems. You know, we'll, we'll Skynet will just kill off the yeah, unnecessary yeah. humans. <laughs> oh, and then with the the climate change is mostly due to human activity. Is fifty percent of the public, well, eighty seven percent of scientists. Yeah. And again, they they didn't they're not really clear on like what each and every is. one of these numbers is lower than it should be. Yeah, but well, the best. The best if there are, no, I'm just I'm just gonna throw this out there, and I know I'm gonna offend somebody. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't agree with the statements just made, go listen to something else. <laughs> he totally changed just, what he said. Did you see what he did? That? Just, just, we all knew what was coming there. But you just fucking go listen to something else. I don't think anyone who listens to this yeah, is going to fall into if, those categories. If you don't believe in global warming, if you don't believe in evolution... i met someone who doesn't believe in global yeah. warming. If, you, <laughs> like, if, if you're not on board with this shit, just... No, they they need to listen to our shit. They press, need, yeah, they, they need they to be do. challenged. They need to, to listen to this. So don't listen to producer. They're Greg. already challenged, okay? <laughs> Just <laughs> listen to, to it out of spite. Just to piss yeah. off the God. pessimistic. Piss God. off God. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, this, this one's good. So are astronauts essential for the future of the U.S. space program? Mike, what do you think? We'll repeat it again. I, I got it. Uh, God uh, got a text uh, message. Huh? Are uh-huh. astronauts essential for the future of the U.S. space program? And well, so what percentage do yeah, you because yes? the only other thing we have is cosmonauts, <laughs> well, and that's like, Russian. What, so what percentage <laughs> do you think? <laughs> like, so th- why would anyone not agree just, with this? Just yeah, give a percentage. But, uh, 60. Uh, 47. <laughs> so that was the one time he tried to be optimistic, yeah. and it screwed him over. No shit. Wait, so over half the people polled don't don't find value in astronauts? 
or essential, I guess. Yeah, they don't play. At least for the essential. space program. I mean, maybe they have maybe a role. Well, what are we fast food. Yeah, so what? <laughs> what are we supposed <laughs> to fucking send up there then? Dolphins? Like, get maybe. the fuck out. Like, <laughs> what's supposed to go out there? Like, well, what, apparently, what, like we, like, what are we supposed to say? And, that, and that's the thing. Like, so if if that may be, if only forty seven percent think that we need astronauts, then like. Do you think that maybe the general public doesn't want us to spend lots of money like on Why NASA not? stuff? Yeah. And, you know, like some people are just like, oh, space, I don't care about it. Yada, yada, yada. All right. If you're one of those people, press stop. No, oh, no. Listen more. <laughs> yeah, listen more. Let's I, know, I don't, want, I don't well, want them part souls. of this. God, <laughs> just know that like, God's very angry with you and okay. your ignorance. <laughs> so you would think that they don't want us to spend money on that thing. But the, the smallest gap between the... Uh, American public and science and scientists was with this one space. The space station has been a good investment for the U.S. There's only a four percent. Which difference. space station? The the, the, the one orbiting? Station. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sixty-four percent of the public and sixty-eight percent of the scientists think that it's been a good investment. That's like the the closest. So wait, 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 wait. We agree they that like, we should have a fucking space station for yeah. Yeah. on the Earth, but no. And do what with it? But we they haven't evolved for shit. <laughs> we haven't evolved for shit. We're not supposed to send astronauts to space, but it's cool that we have that out there. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Who the how the fuck do you no, think it's, it's a good, still it's operational? A good investment. It's a good investment. You know it makes why? Economic wait, sense. But what, how do they think it stays operational and maintenance? Maybe they think that it's connected to making their cell phones run and that's why they want it up there so badly no no they could be no. really like dumb. seriously God. like that's you <laughs> know no, you're probably right i that's am probably sad. right <laughs> how what how what do they think like what do they think it's for like like <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like what, what else would we have it out there for like that's where to find god I'm Look, right I'm, the fuck here. I'm throwing out some, but you know, some people think that. Uh, it's like those science fiction books where like everyone's distracted by like whatever sort of crazy media thing is happening and they're ignoring all the real issues or they're not like learning stuff that they're supposed to be learning. You know, it's like that. I think hate. people are not in the habit of learning. Like they just consume their information mm-hmm. in little tiny snippets and entertaining, entertaining ways yeah. and fun and entertaining. Flashing colorful lights and they we don't, they don't need to, ch- they don't know how to change yeah. you know, the way they're, consuming things yeah yeah they need to use their prefrontal cortex more than their basal ganglia that's right in other words in other words all right Uh, let me let me just you do this every time every time perfect segue and you like there's a segue here yeah i didn't even in case you haven't noticed it's on purpose um well okay hey it's what god wants you should segue our segues okay oh did you hear that? He agreed to it. Mm-hmm. Next time. Well, I don't pay attention to the pregame, so. Anyway, if you don't agree with any of those statements, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Just gotta say it. You're what? dumb. No, there's, I don't, there's smart I know people. I'm being offi- I know I'm being offensive. I know somebody out there is going to be mad with that statement if we have enough listeners to get mad about. <laughs> but for fuck's sake, just get with it i don't know fucking get with it how about this how about this if you listen to us find a friend of yours who who is dumb or (laughs) or would like disagree with like half that shit and get them to listen to our stuff so that they do start listening so they do start opening up their mind they think about it yeah challenging their habitual Mm -hmm. ways of thinking yeah stop stop worshiping me start worshiping science Uh exactly you heard it from god's mouth from god's mouth (laughs) So, okay, now you can say why. 
Well, right. we already did. Not really. Unless you have another yeah, one. Yeah, you Reno. totally fucking shat on our fucking say wig. Uh, yeah, that's a bad uh-huh. habit you have there of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I think one of the interesting things about being a human is we're we're conscious and we we have free will, but at the same time we we're not in control all the time. We like we don't have like pure yeah. free will. Like we're we're subject to like our habits and our you know like the brain tendencies. chemistry and yeah hormones and all that stuff is involved. <coughs> okay, yeah, I just think that's interesting. It is interesting, yeah. and there's research. Is what? this going this somewhere? Is like it's going somewhere. face. <laughs> yeah, we're having a conversation about it. You know, like how you do on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. Like Mike has the habit of always shitting on our segue. Exactly. But Mike, I, I actually, shit on more than just that. I picked this article <laughs> for you because it's about bad habits and how people get rid of them. And you have changed like two big things in your life. Three big, three things. big things. Pretty easily. Well, I don't want to say easily. Um, with a lot of discipline. Actually, like four. You big know. Things. Oh well, what are I've they? Let's talk about them. Different things. What are they? Uh, well, where do I start? You can talk right. about only one if you want. Used to have a drinking problem. Okay. Almost killed myself with it. Yeah. Not by like drinking and driving, but like consuming too much alcohol and destroying my innards. Um, stop that. What else? I've quit smoking. Yeah. Boom. I quit soda. Well, you're Boom. not you're not listening to these in the right way. Like when oh. you quit smoking, what did how did you quit? I just stopped. Yeah. You didn't use any <laughs> That was it. No. God. That's the way God does it. I just stopped. I just stopped. I'm smoking. fucking boss. Stop putting cigarettes in my mouth and lighting the ends. Yeah. That That's really was it. Like I, I uh, it was it was cold turkey. I just stopped. Uh, I mean, yeah. I failed. Don't get me wrong. Each attempt like there was like nine attempts at cold turkey that just failed miserably. So what was, was there anything that you think was different the ninth time around? Not wanting to die of cancer. I mean, that's, probably that's kind felt of the, that way. That yeah, you know, uh, the, the, this gets personal. It it was damaging our relationship, Nina's and mine. It was really taking a toll, and I had just and also. I don't want to bring up too much personal shit, but your dad had just passed away from cancer. Yeah. And it was just, all the writing on is on the, I mean, the writing's on the fucking pack of cigarettes. It's not just on the wall. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but know? the interesting thing is, like, a lot of people who smoke, they know all of those things. And they, like, cancer might run in their family, or they've already had people they know pass away from it. And for whatever reason, they either, like, tell themselves, oh, it's not going to happen to me, or they can't break the habit even if they want to. Um. But you've managed to do that, you know, along with other things, if you want to list. Uh, like I said, alcohol was one of them. Yeah. Like, I used to drink myself into a stupor almost daily when I was out probably like 12 years ago. I guess <laughs> when you were 12 and I was no, like, damn. Like, <laughs> like 12, 13, 14 years ago, yeah. I pretty much drank all the time. We would, like my buddies and I, would kill bottles of Jack like that. And yeah. Just, That's crazy. Yeah. There was one night I took something like, almost 30 shots what? i didn't i did not get drunk easily like i really built up my tolerance and that was like the that was like the oh, i even all i got was buzz i didn't even get full-on drunk but like even though i wasn't getting drunk it was still having the adverse effect on all my intestines and all like my colon doesn't work correctly there's a sphincter in between your esophagus and stomach that's gone hmm. like i don't have it anymore i burned it sphincter says what <laughs> Sorry. So, like, <laughs> I had to quit. Like, that was one of the, that was something I had yeah. to do at a young age too. I had to like 
Like I'll have a beer here and there. I'll have a drink here and there, but very rarely do I ever get buzzed or drunk or anything yeah. like that. And that one's good, but I think the two that are the most impressive are the smoking one because it's yeah. so hard for people to quit smoking, you know, and then the weight loss one. And people are always like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I have to go to the gym, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I didn't do it. You know, you know, what's funny is it like I had done so many things like the quitting alcohol, quitting soda, quitting smoking and stuff like that by the time i got to my weight loss i was already prepared for the uphill battle yeah that this one was probably because i don't know i just stuck with it so this one was like probably the easiest hurdle this time not because losing weight's easier i'm not trying to downplay the effort they have to put into it but this hurdle like i was so used to jumping over these fucked up hurdles that by the time i got to this one it was just like okay i I did this three times already yeah let's go for four Mm. you know so like I knew what I I think it wasn't easy. I just knew what I was in store for this time. Yeah. So it was easy. To st- it was easy to stick with it. So it, to thing. you, it seems like it's more about like having enough uh, willpower to overcome it than any other sort of like there's no trick to it. It's just like, no, I'm going to do it. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Well, I mean, that's my personality type. It's like if something's got to get exactly if something's got to get done, I'm just going to fucking handle business. Yeah. And this article talks about like how everyone forms habits in the same way, but for some reason they break them differently or easier than other people. And so it talks about like how a habit forms um, and they call it a habit loop. So there's three parts to it. There's the cue or trigger that tells you like when to form a behavior or when to let the behavior happen, when to, when to start the habit. And then there's the routine, which is the second part of the process like, um, oh, I'm going to go have a cigarette. That's one. And then two, yeah. the actual process of having a cigarette, that repetitive ritual. Yeah, yeah. The memory of it. Yeah, yeah. And then the third step is the reward, which could be like a chemical response in your brain or like a feeling of relief or like whatever the habit happens to be, like getting rid of your stress or, um, you know, getting, I don't know, what, like people get angry too easily or something no, like that. No, uh, it's the definite, like I'll, I'll just pick on smoking because that's the easiest one because everyone knows about it. No, that's there's a reward you mm-hmm. there's a little high with cigarettes that you always get whenever you smoke them like it's true like you do it's not like it's not like pot or alcohol or anything like that but you do get a buzz off of it and your body craves that buzz because it is it, it relaxes you you know you know, all the, the inhale exhale plus with the nicotine that your body's craving and everything it's just like it feels amazing when especially when you're pissed or stressed or something you take that first toke you're just like oh yeah so there's like there's three things that they're really obvious i think to everybody like we all know what a habit feels like and why we do it but there's also a part of your brain that's involved in um like making that habit more like a habit and and connecting it to certain things and making it harder to break that's called the basal ganglia yeah it it's it it does its job. <laughs> yeah. And there's lots of different kinds of habits. So there's like habits like when you're when you're driving, like, you know, the habit of checking your mirrors or, you know, moving the, the thing into drive. The physical or, memory of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a habit. Like I habitually put on my seatbelt. Like I don't yeah. even think about it. Or like when you go on autopilot, like literally when you're you driving, don't even, you're driving, you're driving, you don't remember you're not even where you were. Paying attention. Yeah. But like yeah. the first time you drove, you're like super aware and totally paying attention mm-hmm. and everything. And you still kind of are, but like. And then now today you can't even remember the drive home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't yeah. have to be as hyper aware as you were because you'll still like hopefully react just as well mm-hmm. to avoid accidents or anything, you know, not but, get lost. Yeah. And then one of the things that that does is we usually will use our prefrontal cortex to 
to do these these kinds of things. But then if it if it can be a habit, then we don't have to use that part of our brain. It goes to the basal ganglia. It takes care of like you know rote stuff that we don't really have to think about, and that frees up our brain to do other things. Well, so we can is it the basal walk and chew gum and think at the same time. Yeah. You the know. basal ganglia, like how hard is it to break what has been programmed into it? Because say like a seven. Uh, out of here's out of 10. here's the thing. Well, no, like <laughs> here's the scientific. thing though. Like seven even and a half-ish maybe. I would say it wasn't until like six months to seven months ago that I finally like, even though I had quit and I had had a cigarette for a while, I would still mimic. When mm-hmm. I get super stressed out, I would still smoke. I would actually take my fingers, put them up to my mouth. And pretend like I was smoking a cigarette, and somehow that kind of calmed me down when I was pissed. And I had, I hadn't had a cigarette at that point for well over a year. So you were like miming smoking. Yeah, literally, like uh, like that, like sometimes helped me through it. And that's like after a year or more of not smoking, like I still had to do that. Like I haven't had to do that in months, but it still would like I would, I did catch myself going. Yeah. And I didn't even have fucking have a cigarette. Oh. Yeah. It's good imagination. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just the breath that you're addicted hey, to. You hey, should try yoga. All oxygen. You can just pretend like you're smoking. I'm not doing time. yoga. <laughs> we had this conversation. He's like only so he'll, he'll quit drinking and smoking yeah. and soda. And I'll exercise. Hella pounds, but yoga. Yeah, almost. That's because that's like a not habit to lie. pick up, not to get rid of. Almost 90 pounds gone. Mm-hmm. I was looking It'd at. Be like 190 pounds if you did yoga. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was looking at our <laughs> Get rid of your whole fucking body. Skin Bef- bones. Before he came over, I was watching our video of the Santa Cruz trip, and dude, I'm I was fucking huge, dude. Well, but now you're not. Yeah, that's what you have to remember. So pat me on the back, motherfuckers. <laughs> so I wonder if like we saw like a picture of you like then, and like versus a picture of you now, if like one would look like. More of a nice guy, more of a mean guy. Like sometimes you just look at someone and they have like you tell bitch me. face or like you know they look like a really like fun you know nice person. What so are you trying to say, Reno? Like they're mean fuckers. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to do well, a segue. Here. The, the interesting thing is, <laughs> are you, though, are like, you like, saying I have bitch face? Yeah, you don't have bitch face. The All interesting right. thing is, though, like when you were more overweight, you tended to look like habitually pissed off. Not because you were overweight, but just I think because you were unhappy you happy with, with yourself. Yeah. And now that you're, you know, more God is fallible. and you feel <laughs> more confident, like you smile more and it opens up your face more. And in a way, it's like it's sort of changing the way your face is um, on a regular basis. Like you well, we can't have that. I have a persona that I have to hold okay. up here well, on it's this podcast. And if they know that I'm smiling while doing this, it's just not going to He's not smiling, work. folks. He's yeah. fucking pissed. Pissed. I'm frowning. Well, I don't know. But so there's no turning this frown upside down. This article is about like how people's faces look, though, not just like your expression, but how your, you know, like your physiognomy, like your genetics have made you look. And certain faces look more inviting than other faces. Is my face more inviting now? The features. I don't know if Rena wants to talk about it or not. Yeah. I wouldn't come sit on your lap right Dude. now if that's what you meant by inviting. What about my face? <laughs> sit on my inviting face. I would sit on that face. You'd sit on my face? <laughs> See, that's how inviting my face is. <laughs> but they got this like uh, picture. It looks like it's basically the same guy, but like in one picture, he's just, he's got more of a relaxed face, but it could be like a slight frown. And then the other picture of him, he's got his eyebrows kind of lifted. His eyes are a bit bigger and... He's not smiling, but he's not like frowning. His mouth, it looks like it just goes straight across instead yeah. of some people whose mouths are like slightly downturned, you know. 
Yeah. So the guy on the right uh, looks like way more trustworthy and nice than the guy on the left, but this it's the same guy. Okay. Yeah. So. It's just they, well, they, I mean, happier people so probably. Smile more no, often, Mike. Yeah. Not so but, much no, the it's not, a, it's not the expression, though. It's just, like what Reno is saying is there's no difference between the faces except for like they sort of like it's a it's a computer generated yeah. face. So they like uplifted some of the features and made him look like um like his features are turned slightly upward instead of slightly downward. That's really the only difference. So it's not like his expression is changing. He has different features, but people who um. What do they say? Like, okay, so a trustworthy face, the eyebrows are slightly up and they form kind of an upside Spock. down V shape. I trust that motherfucker with my life. <laughs> <laughs> and the corners of the mouth are also lifted slightly. An untrustworthy face is the opposite. The eyebrows point slightly downward, forming a regular V shape, and the corners of the mouth are turned down a bit too. Now, this is interesting because Does my this have any validity to the actual personality, or is it just how we perceive it? Well, I'm, we're just we describing it right okay. now, yeah. Like, my mouth downturns slightly. I don't trust you. Well, there you yeah, go. you don't yeah. look like a happy person. Like if you're just like rela- like relax <laughs> your face. Jesus, like, happy. hey, it's about being you know like be nice. How your features are. I'm just saying you don't look happy. But I am. <laughs> I mean, just sometimes. happier than me. Do I look happy? <laughs> you actually. Look <laughs> yeah, you actually look happy. Yeah. yeah. I f- well, I don't know. I wouldn't I mean, trust you though. Like, I wouldn't sit I on you. I don't lot, even trust you. But I'm not me. like untrustworthy. I look at the mirror. Like, deep in thought and you know neurotic. Yeah, see, people don't trust neurotic. Yeah, they do. Like, we always double-check our work. Duh. Have to trust us. I think you're missing, like, neurotic versus OCD. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Okay, what about Reno's face? Let's pick on him for a bit. Does he look trustworthy? He looks hairy. Don't don't try to be all, like, don't try to to lift those eyebrows. (laughs) I know. He's got, like, bushy eyebrows and a beard. Well, see, but this is hard because I know him It's not trustworthy because it's hiding. I'm hiding behind this beard. This beard, this hair, this, this there's too many distractions. There's, there's like a blonde eye. mohawk well, and a beard. beard is like and uplifted versus downturn. He shoved some metal <laughs> under his skin. It's just like no, he's got too many distractions. I don't trust this motherfucker. It, it's hard to do with people you already know. I think. Yeah. No, actually, I th- I think you look okay. Yeah, you look yeah. okay, Reno. Yeah. Look okay. You look You're right. Yeah. Fairly yeah. trustworthy. Yeah. I've heard a couple people call you attractive too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, give him my number. Not me though. <laughs> uh. Do you guys ever play poker? Um, I do. Do you ever feel like you can like read people's faces? Like, do you pay attention to like their their That's habits and their mannerisms? And it's part of the game. So yeah. what they call a poker face. Do you have a good poker face? I don't know. Apparently, I'm trustworthy now, so not anymore. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, your paper rock scissors or, or RPS face? <laughs> RPS face. RPS. I don't think people look at each other during paper rock scissors. I do. Really? I always do. Yeah, that's how yeah. I win. I, I look down. at people's hands. No, I just know what they're gonna do yeah. most of the yeah. time. You can read it in their face. All right, yeah, all right, time out. Let's do. Time we're out. gonna do this before we go in this article. We're gonna have a motherfucking match right now. Two out of before three. Before or after? During I think we should. Both. Or, yeah, we should do both. 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 Okay. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. It's Nina versus Mike. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, podcaster versus God. And we'll just call out our our uh, yeah. yeah after we throw after well, we yeah, throw just so Reno I'll, Reno I'll will officiate I'll Reno, okay, all right, okay. Reno will officiate all right, this all right, shit. Right, two right, out okay. of three one corner we've got God 
in the other corner. Oh, shit. I'm oh. playing as God. We <laughs> got the atheistic. The unhappy looking person. The unhappy no, no, looking. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Okay. Smug. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. This, is, this doesn't right work. Now, okay. You got to put on a bikini and like hold a card like round one, <laughs> round two. He already has a bikini on. Would you trust yeah. me in a bikini? I don't uh, already have a bikini on. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just All go. Right. Are you ready? Okay. All right. We're going to throw yeah. it right now. Scissors, scissors, scissors. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, let him officiate. Okay, she's right. getting all crazy over here. She's already started round two before it even happens. Okay. All, right, so all right. We both had scissors. Tie the scissors. All right. Ooh. Nina won. Rock over scissors. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Oh, Nina's taking scissors. See, taking down paper. It's one to one. It's really one to interesting. One. Like Mike and Comes down to this. Let's talk more RPS. Let's talk. More rock or paper or scissor. <laughs> Let's oh, talk Jesus. more rock. Okay. Paper or Here it comes. All right, ready? Oh, oh no. Mike wins. Two out of one. God wins, motherfucking paper, rock, scissor. Anyone We're done. It's two rock. out of three. Okay. You lost. Okay, okay. what I was rock. trying to say is that Mike and I actually do this all the time to decide, like, where should we go for dinner or who's going to go get milk today or, like, stupid crap like that. Mm-hmm. And I almost always win. It's bullshit. I say like ninety percent. Does she almost time. always win? She's until now. Okay. Which is really yeah. interesting. Yeah, you know, said that last yeah. Friday when we hung out, that was like the first time I've ever beaten her at paper rock scissor. Not See, fucking I've, kidding. I've seen you beat her twice and lose to her. And, and both yeah, those are the only two times I've ever won. Like normally, I never. What did I do first? Scissors. Normally, I never use scissors. Like I, I don't think I ever do scissors when I play. God, and for whatever, trying to be tricky. Mm, for whatever reason, like this CLC time Ox. I did. I'll cut yeah. that shit out. <laughs> All right, so let's do the article, and then we'll have a well, rematch. All right. Okay. All right. So basically this article is saying, and we did something like this a while back, but it's it's good to talk about. <laughs> it's a good reminder of how to play. First correctly. of all, we don't have new material on the show. We just recycle Dude. shit from like a year and a half ago. Do you know where uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors originated? Office supply store? Yeah, I was going to say, like <laughs> Office Depot. <laughs> Actually in China. And then it began to take hold in Europe in the late 1920s. Well, I'm done. I'm not going to do anything that's Chinese. Oh, my God. <laughs> made <laughs> in China. Communists. We're against that. Yeah. Um, Even though right, pretty so much everything I own is made in China. Yeah. 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 Um, winners will tend to stick with that same thing that they won with. So if you beat Nina with rock, you're more likely to pick rock. Instead of being like a one in three chance of whatever you're going to pick, you're more likely to continue playing that thing that you just won with. So if you won Did with I rock, do that? I don't remember now. I don't remember if you did that or not. I don't think you did. Because you won with scissors, right? And then the scissors. next thing you did was... Yeah, I won with scissors twice. And I won with... So I did do it. Well, yeah, you did do scissors. Yeah. yeah. And then losers, they lost with, say, like, Nina lost with paper. So she's more Still likely not. to pick either scissors or rock. So... Yeah. Knowing that, does that change the way you would play? I don't know. I totally played way differently than I normally do just then. It was really weird. Well, why'd you do that? You're I trying don't know. to prove that you're good at rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. So I just, like, I'm I'm good at shit. Like, Let me lose. Yeah, you know? Let me try a totally different strategy. Yeah. I got this strategy playing. always works against this guy I'm going to play against, okay. and now I'm not so, going to use it. Nina, will you please use your strategy yeah. this time for okay. the rematch? Well, see, All I'm right. on, to on See, I'm and on to shit now. Use the article so. strategy. Yes. Because I don't think Wait, why do I have to use any strategy? You don't. I was just saying you could. But we'll just notice if that strategy naturally emerges. He might even not, he might not even be like thinking about it. It might be a habit. Oh. 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 <laughs> Are you guys ready for your rematch? Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, that was a segue. That was not that was a, a segue. Pun. That was it a was pun. a reference to our earlier article. Right. All right. Are you ready segue. to officiate? Are you ready? All right, here God we go. versus the Best commoner. Out of three. Rematch. Podcaster. Let's go. 
Ooh, Mike takes oh, her down. No. Scissors over paper. What's happening? Scissors you can't do beat it. Scissors beat paper. Ooh, rock, rock. Ooh, Ooh. Nina takes some rock over scissors. So paper, paper. It's a rock. They keep on tying. <laughs> oh. oh, but Mike takes it. The God wins too. Rock. Like almost never. Give me half up. And right. now, half up. high paper. Uh, and now what? two in a row. What now? What okay, now? Rita and I have to do it now. Okay. Oh, this God officiates. I don't want to play with losers, Mike. <laughs> let's, let's go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, fine. You better win now. I hear uh, hold my mic. All right, Nina's going to officiate this year. Why, uh, why, can, why don't you want to play with Nina? I play He's scared that he'll lose. That's why. Nina didn't need to have someone hold the mic. Maybe that's what threw me off because I didn't put it in my like palm of my hand. How are we going to hear no, your seriously. reactions? You got to hold the mic at least towards No, him. I'm going to call it. It's okay. <laughs> God will start when God start. Just stop getting all antsy over there. Hold the at least point the mic. Oh yeah, on the third one. All right, on the third one, all right, right. All right. Hey. Yes. <laughs> one to nothing. Paper over rock. Nice enunciating. Oh damn it! I lost that one. So what? Did, how'd you lose? I rocked your fucking rocked scissors, your scissors to shit. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, paper, paper. paper ah, God wins. Damn it. Well, Reno, I'd love to play with you, but I don't want to play with losers. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck you. All right, come on. Make you. it real quick. I'll officiate this shit. Come all on. Right, all right, all right. All right, the two losers are going to try to, like, bring their self-esteem up down? over here. No, no, no. Why would you put your microphones yeah, down? How are we going to hear your shit? Calm down over there. You use one hand? No, not normally. Must. Throwing me up. Well, then. Put it on the table. I don't want any excuses. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. It's paper rock. Oh, no. I was using the same strategy. Oh, oh no, my. There's a, there's like a microphone. Yeah, I, I can't think straight. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. All, All right. right. Ready? All right. Nina gets oh, cut. Dude. <laughs> All right. Oh, paper over rock. I won two to nothing. Not even a single tie. I will never You at least put up a fight with me, dude. Yeah, but I don't know what happened. Yeah, maybe it's because bad. I know what happened to the reigning or champion. Or maybe because dude. it's just pure fucking it's because chance. Because Reno called me unhappy. That's why. <laughs> like you were the reigning champion. Well, like you were fulfilling prophecy, isn't no, it? No, I could. You have been the victim. undefeated habit, you know? in seven years of marriage. Undefeated. I know. What the fuck, dude? I'm never using just that again. Drop we'll the just, ball we'll do so like hard. Straws or something. This is dangerous. Now that I, I can't play, <laughs> secret weapon is gone. <laughs> You're gonna have Maybe to practice. I need to get more creative with. Uh, She's gonna practice in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I always tying? <laughs> Gotta go faster. <laughs> to like open my mind to new. Uh, yeah, I think you need. I think you need a new way of thinking about it. Yeah. But how does one go about like thinking about things in a new way? Like, well, how do you do it, Mike? Just do it. See, I, I he represses. Well, okay. What about this? You're you're a musician, so mm-hmm. like, do you ever feel like your songs start sounding the same, or do you have like a different way of like going about? Yeah, um, yeah, and I guess I'll explain it. I I will know because I actually took some theory lessons and might know a thing Nerd. or two about. <coughs> what's that? Kidding. What'd you say? Nerd. Nerd. Uh huh. That's no, why I'm a, I'm a theory geek. Yeah, so. it's why my music sounds good and yours doesn't. Um. <laughs> Cause I'm a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I just make noise. Uh, no, it's just I I notice things and um I'm not I'm in a punk band so the the two like I guess we don't have a shit ton of variety. Basically, our variety is major, minor, chromatic, and that's a wrap. All right, so yeah, then- so when I start noticing like <clears throat> I'm not the only songwriter. And I'll kind of get on my singer's case because he'll start writing songs and he'll use a lot of the same 
chord progressions and a lot of the same patterns like one four five in this key and then one four five in this key. Yeah. And it's like hold up, homie. We have like six songs like this now. We're gonna need to we're gonna need to try a little bit harder here. So what can you do to start playing in different keys? Like you just said, like you only play like basically in major or minor. You gotta move up and down the scale. You gotta get creative. Like oh one that? thing that I do is I bring even though we're majority like melodic skate punk and pop punk, I'll bring in like metal riffs. I'll do chromatic things. I'll write like We'll bring in like some old school hardcore that didn't play by the rules, so to speak, of keys breaking and scales. And breaking the law. <laughs> you know, you just have to. Yeah. You just gotta do something like that to spice it up. You know, or or like, if you notice yourself still using the same couple chord progressions, like even if you're changing the key, but you're still rocking the same pattern, you just gotta force yourself out of that pattern. You gotta force yourself to look. Just you try force yourself. You know, yeah. yeah, you really do. Like, cause it's really simple. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, fuck you, asshole. You asked me a fucking question. He's over here making the little mouth talking <laughs> thing. No, why the, the fuck? He's hey, like, Mike. He's hey, Mike. Laughing. Why I'm is he talking? Just <laughs> clapping with two fingers. <laughs> I, there's like <laughs> eight great segues there. I'm like, I, 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 I know, uh, but no, uh, you, you can't uh, segue uh, right, through uh, the. Uh, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Oh, fucking okay. question. You no, it's, it's okay. No, no. Now you've upset God. Great. Fucking done. Great. I'm <laughs> mute myself. Fuck you guys. Does God have a trustworthy <laughs> face? If you had a face, what would it look like? Mine. <laughs> it would look okay, like my well, face. Wait, I thought you I thought you were muting yourself here. I, I'm God, I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> he lies all, all the right. time. <laughs> so anyways, one way to be creative, to open up your mind, would be to use mushrooms. And science can prove it. Cool. And we're not talking about just like regular mushrooms. Oh, no, no, no. We're not talking about the hallucinogen. Right. right. Yeah. Well, shiitakes are pretty mind-opening too. No. <laughs> 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 Fucking global motherfuckers. It's because I lost a Russian. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, like magic mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms. Um, they did a study where they took. Oh, I thought it was sixty participants. Is sixty percent of the participants? They followed them for like a, or they checked in with them like after a year, and they were still open-minded after their experience. Like, yeah. there's long-lasting effects of open-mindedness. And they hadn't been before. I don't want to end up writing like Grateful Dead music, though. I'm going to stick <clears throat> with my punk rock roots. You're going to stick with the same yeah. habitual major or minor. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be a jam band. No. Yeah. 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 Keep the same. It's nice and safe. Though. I like yeah. watching people run around in a circle. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they said that uh, a lot of the people that took the mushrooms, uh, they they had them put it on eye uh, blindfolds and listen to music and just kind of be introspective. And it was under like clinical conditions where they had like uh, a doctor there. Supervise and save. Yeah. And, yeah. and they said that they, you know, they're taking mushrooms. So some of them experienced like fear or paranoia for a bit of their of their trip. Um, but they usually went away, and they suggested that you don't just take mushrooms in some, you know, uncontrolled, unsupervised, you know, condition because you could have a bad trip basically and flip out. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> like, it's don't go to Burning great. Man and take mushrooms. Well, go with someone, I guess. Yeah, go with someone. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have experience in this? Do we have experience with this? Yes. Who's we? Anyone that happened. Yeah, me. Do I have experience with yes. that? Yes. Yes, I do. At Burning Man? So now you're like at Burning really Man. At Burning open-minded. Man. At Burning Man. What about I'm super like, open-minded. Come what about on. at home? Do you feel like it changed your personality? Like the first time you took them? Yeah, yeah. Changed? The first time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'd say LSD is, is much more so. I, I prefer LSD. See, I've done How old were you yeah. when you first did I was 16 or 17. Okay. So that's like a pivotal time. 
yeah. in terms of personality development. And no, but I know that like, there is like certain like like aha moments and like epiphanies and huge shifts in like my understanding of myself or mm-hmm. the world. And see, I've only had bad trips. I never had a good one. See, that sucks. And like, that's kind of like I just never pursued it because I. I've only done LSD twice in my life and both times not so rad. See, that's so unfortunate. Cause yeah. Well, it might be different though, because like you for a long time were unhappy and you had various different bad habits. And if you took them around those times, you're not going to yeah. be, it was know, around the start of all of it. Yeah. 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 So it's not, so yeah, if you're, if you're in a clearer headspace and you're in a, like a safe, fun environment, like I almost only do it now if I'm like outdoors. Well, I, I have to, like I have to be any like, recreational drug use right now because of my job and yeah, fucking jobs. I know. I have to be responsible now. You know, working with kids, I never ever got drug tested. I don't it's understand. So I don't yeah, fucking exactly. get that. Paid I'm shit. Like the TB and test is it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one thing I test positive for is tuberculosis. Yeah, let's fucking test for that. But let's not fucking <laughs> test for crack <laughs> or anything else. I don't. I don't get the like. I have a. Jo- I mean, I understand. I operate heavy machinery and I drive company vehicles, but it's just they're so anal about that. Yet you people deal with kids we're mm-hmm. just shaping your future and yeah you're, you're your shaping kids. you're like your direct fine. influence what did you just say it's fine did you want a cokehead teaching your kid no, well yeah. i was being sarcastic yeah, yeah. yeah. news flash like kid. over half the teachers uh I smoke would, pot <laughs> if i, I had to deal with that many fucking kids i'd probably smoke pot too yeah at least here in california like yeah yeah. Shit ton of teachers smoke pot. Well, here's a and here's the thing with my job too is like even though like you can get medicinal marijuana legally here in California, mm-hmm. they still fire you for it because you're not allowed. You have to yeah. be crystal clear. Yeah, just fucking clean as shit to work at my company. Sucks. So no, I won't be able to mm-hmm. take a trip down trippy lane <laughs> anytime soon. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, um, one of my acro friends is uh, a psychologist, and she's talking about like how like. If you're if we're working on this like acrobatic trick and like it doesn't go well or like maybe like someone drops and like so they kind of get scared or the, you know they get just maybe frustration there it's really bad to just stop and end there it's always better to go like one more time and do it just like a little bit better or do it with like more fun because ending it on a positive note or at least like going up from where you were and then on a high note yeah and on a high note mm-hmm. and it, then it won't like ruin the whole experience and you're more likely to like work on that trick or that progression again and you're like be able to work through it whereas if you end on a bad note with a bad trip, then like it, it's like forever scarring you, and you always you know see that as like a bad experience when it could have been like a great learning experience. It's true. I don't think of it as a horrible experience, but I definitely haven't wanted to do it since. Well, come come to Burning Man or come camping with me sometime. <laughs> <laughs> let me let, let's see how what my job situation is at that time. <laughs> I still got a test clean. I don't, I don't even know how or if they even check for that, but I just have to play it safe. Yeah, I think like psychedelics only stay in your system for like a couple days. Coke's out like that. Yeah. My, um, like shroom. you would have had basically like had taken it like yeah. the night before for them. To yeah. Like no, I think shrooms stuff. are out pretty quick too. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that really will fuck you is a habitual marijuana use. Yeah, because pot stays yeah. in your system for about thirty days. It's stored in your fat. If you if you smoke it on a regular basis, if I like yeah. to smoke something right now because I don't mm-hmm. smoke anymore, unfortunately, mm-hmm. if I were to have a little bit right now, it wouldn't pop up in like three or four days. I'd be cool. And it depends how much you burn your fat too because it gets stored in your fat. Well, I don't have much of that anymore. So. Neither do I, but like, 
I got I tested positive for pot like over sixty days after I had smoked. I quit for oh like sixty gosh. days, and then I uh, my parents drug tested me, and I came. wait why? Why did this a while ago? You? Yeah, yeah. When I still live with them, okay. Yeah, I was I was like, oh my God. And this actually got me kicked out. They're like, if you test positive one more time for pot, like you're out of the house. And what? so I fucking quit. I never heard this story. Yeah, I was, I started working at the place where we used to, where I used yeah. to work, and um. I was just saving my money, not going out and partying or nothing. I was, I was clean for like over 60 days and they randomly tested me and I oh, tested positive so and they annoying. said, you're out. So like, All right, but they you. didn't even like, <laughs> I'm going to get stoned then. Oh, like man. they didn't even give you lesson a lesson learned. Like, yeah. What's the lesson there? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so like they didn't even do their get homework better. about how it's still, you're still going to test positive if you had been a habitual user. Well, that's the thing is like the, the, like even if you quit, is, like yeah. it's like 30 days is like, what everyone says and what no dude it can be longer than that if you've apparently. habitually used for a long period of time dude it stays with you i don't know well, obviously there's also there's also you false do positives because your ass got there's also the fuck false out. positives too like the, you yeah. know, those home kits are like fucking oh bullshit yeah, yeah no you have to go to a clinic yeah yeah. yeah. Well, that was unfair of them. It was unfair. Well, why, why? Did you get you... over it? Do you have a good relationship with your parents now? Not with that douchebag stepdad. He's gone. Oh. Oh, when you said parents, I thought okay, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. so he was. Uh, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So at the time, or maybe even now, why do you use it, or anything you use? What makes you want to use it? Because it's rad. No, it's just <laughs> it's uh, rad. skip over the obvious yeah. part and like seriously, like what does it make you feel like afterwards, or what do you like uh, drawn I to? Feel good. I feel happy. It uh, makes my stomach feel good. Like after you eat, you're like full. Take a few puffs and you feel great. Dude. It calms your stomach. Straight up, pot yeah. is rad. Okay. Like I'm not gonna, okay. I, like I haven't at even done it in a long time. They're like, if you have a beer, <laughs> one like, time at Acro like, Camp, you can't have a beer and Acro because like after a beer or two, <laughs> like you know you can't. You can, that's not safe. No, right? yeah. you're dropping motherfuckers. I could smoke all fucking day long and i would base and fly the shit out of anybody it doesn't impair my motor skills or judgment at all well i don't know i got super fucking high once and i was driving down sunrise boulevard back from bad practice just like very very cheech and chong 15 (laughs) miles an hour some people are pretty bad about it well do you feel so do you feel differently like intellectually and creatively after or you know what i mean like does it change that um a kid like like uh jamming like just playing music and just being able to improv and be in the moment like when you're stoned like it's a music shit ton more fun <laughs> and yeah. the other thing is is like one song will feel like it lasts forever maybe it like does. a three minute song will feel like 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes long if you're really into it and, stuff and you like just that. think about it in yeah. a new way like it's just like the like the mushrooms thing it's like you just you just think in a different way and um yeah it's another way of it's approaching things and yeah and it's not just for people who are like hanging out at burning man or like going camping right. or in bands it happens right. a lot in places you wouldn't expect if you interrupt this segue well you didn't let me say anything about it what silicon valley people do lsd all the time <laughs> oh my god good job yes so awesome so i'm gonna pause this right now go ahead so yeah i mean okay. like everyone knows like the steve jobs stories like mm-hmm. how he took lsd and he yeah. came up with all this stuff for computers and it's not uncommon for a lot of these like computer tech engineers to to trip on lsd or mushrooms yeah. or other psychedelics i think the interesting i read something part about the fbi is that where you're going or should no, i stop no, okay no. you should stop but that shit's true too though but i mean like no no, no the fbi and the cia are having a hard time finding like anti-hacker 
oh yeah people because right, right. they like all do that. drugs right podcast. Like, oh. uh, like every fucking yeah. so i think yeah. this goes to show like there's there's always this like um there's a stupid stigma about yeah there's, it. A, there's a lot about yeah a lot more people use it than you would think in, in different areas for different professional reasons professional people but th- yeah, yeah the interesting like thing carl sagan and stuff yeah, yeah. the interesting oh, thing on. about this article is that the the people who are using it are like they have to be extremely creative in their jobs and they also seem to have like highly high stress jobs where they're mm-hmm. constantly like running into problems like over and over again like new problems every day and they're trying to like program their way around these problems or engineer their way around these problems yeah, it's or highly something. competitive too yeah yeah and there's like a this really densely populated small area where all these people are competing for entrepreneurial you know things or getting to be like the next big programmer or something and so i wonder if they take these drugs not just to be creative but because there's also like a stress release involved in it like that is what helps them come up with new ideas well that too but like you know the way they talk about in here they also seem to be using it competitively i think i'm gonna do this do this here's the thing with drug use it could go either way is from my experiences and what i've seen like take my drummer who I very rel- rarely see sober. Yeah. Like, dude mm-hmm. smokes tree like it's going out of fashion kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He runs his own business. He is one of the best drummers I've ever played with. He can memorize how to play a song by either listening to a CD or just jamming with it once with musicians and it's memorized. Like, he's fucking amazing. And then there's one of his employees who can barely function and smokes the same amount. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's like the creative type is already there. The drugs just are enhancing that. And that's what it says is that there's no definitive scientific evidence that LSD or anything else like it will improve creativity. But there is a, if you're dumb as rocks, the article right before us, there is a study that shows that people are more open-minded. They're more more open-minded, but but if you're dumb as rocks going into it, you're going to be dumb as rocks coming out of it. Uh, I mean, like like you have the potential to learn new things. (laughs) Like you're not roadblocking yourself from learning new things, I guess. But like being creative, um, they use it as a creative tool. Like a, you know, if they're already creative, they're like, okay, I am stumped now. I need some new ideas. I need to like, I don't know, whatever that's how they use it but i don't think they have like some person who is like i've never been creative and they take lsd and all of a sudden they're like writing novels and painting paintings yeah, and no, solving world problems and, i don't yeah. know you gotta try it i don't know i'm sure the, if, fir- the first time i took acid um after we walked around a bit came home like we i busted out a big uh marker set and i i colored these two huge cards with like trippy psychedelic stuff and i would have never have done that on yeah. my own you know do you still have them yeah, I do. But well, the thing, like hanging up in your but Reno, you're you're already a creative person by yeah. nature. It just everybody is creative, but they don't. But it's dormant, well, and it's not expressed. Well, you're you yeah. you enjoy. Well. You've had success with creativity probably before you used anything. When you think like, like when you were a kid, you were creative and you you like enjoyed it. And it I don't was know. I mean, like rewarding. see, like I don't know. I think we have like these. Like, what would you define as creative? Like, how do you tell like if someone's creative or not very creative? Well, I feel like, well, there's different kinds of creativity. And you've only known me since I've taken acid. So you didn't know me before. That's true. Like maybe you were like the but even, But even so, like, <laughs> the, I don't, I don't want to sound pretentious here, but I'm going to. So fuck it, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, the Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. you know, Carl Sagan, like those cats were already like that pre. They were. You don't know what they were like before. They might have been like. It was already in them, dude. Genius quality. Before, yeah. It exactly. was already in them. Yeah. That's the thing, and but it might have, but but 
They might not have yeah, been. They might have been yeah, suppressed, like happened. the basal ganglia. Yeah, like the yeah. the use <laughs> just kind of helped bring it out of them. But then there's mm-hmm. people who yeah aren't and they use and nothing fucking changes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there's yeah. always those people. Well, yeah. right, like the people who it's not like a magic fix. Like they yeah, they use yeah. it to their advantage, and they're people who like use it and it destroys their lives. Like you know, right? Yeah, because they already might have been going one way or the other. So yeah. yeah. So I mean, like you were already creative. Like I was anybody badass. A, anybody who so anybody who knows you or has met you or anything like that could tell. You know. Yeah. I'm just saying. If only they can meet the 12 year old Reno. <laughs> the Ryan. The Ryan. The Ryan. <laughs> One of the cool things they did is they took Doctor Ryan and Mister Reno. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's my next book. Doctor Ryan, right Mister Reno. But it takes some LSD to write it, but I think I can yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they they took 48 scientists and they all had like um, these little um, problems that they were working on that they couldn't solve. Some kind of scientific engineering. They gotta thing. get high. They went and so got, got high. high, and 44 of those 48 problems got solved. Were they solved by one person? Do you think? Because that'd be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like the only one creative scientist in the group. Yeah. Did they yeah. listen to Cypress Hill while doing it? Oh my god. Probably. That would be so rad. Hilarious. I just see him like doing quantum physics and in the background. It would be something you can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been like quite the hive of scientists that they had there. <laughs> yeah. Do, do yeah. I get a shit on this? No. Yeah. Oh, that would have been so perfect for the last one. Yeah. He'll say it again, I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so speaking of... In case you people haven't figured it out, this might be a segue. It might... <laughs> Might be. You didn't have it to spell out was. every single one. You might need some recreational drug use to recognize. Oh, jeez. All right, go for it. I got nothing. It, what? This is like the one you picked. <laughs> this is all math-like, and it's your like. No, the segue and entrance. I don't know how to. Oh, how to I just did it. Not enough no. pot. No, you don't think <laughs> yeah, so. Not, not <laughs> enough pot. I'm too sober. Right Maybe now. you should <laughs> be more attentive. I should to just be myself. What I'm sa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like. Just be more high. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't make be you part more of the high hive in your hive. You hive want to be the hive thing isn't landing. I'm, it's not doing it for me. Okay, but well, the bee is. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we could comb our way through the article for Ooh, more. So that, that's good. God, what could you people be talking about? <laughs> so, have you ever wondered why like bees always make honeycombs like the same way? Like they always make. Never once crossed my mind. Really? If you took more Never. LSD, it probably would. Yeah. yeah. You'd probably solve it. You'd be like, oh yeah, I understand why the bees yeah. do that. That all makes sense. Like we're, right. we're at the honey store over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, we I finally went to the to the beekeeping honey store on X mm-hmm. Street. I was like, oh. Not impressed. What uh, were you expecting? Bee spit. That, no, it's cool. <laughs> they didn't it's have bee spit there? Like, they had a lot of bee spit store. There. <laughs> Lots of cool things. Lots Shit of honeycombs. Shit tons of bee spit there. <laughs> Like more bee spit that you could shake a fist at. Yeah, bee (laughs) You could shake a stinger at. Yeah. So one of the reasons why bees might make the same shapes all the time is because there's only three different types of polygons. They're not thinking outside the box anymore, LSD. They're thinking outside the hexagon. <laughs> um, there's like, only three types of shapes that actually like fit together, like as like tiles, like as you would to make like you know your hive, without there being like gaps or you know in you know irregularities. And it's triangles, cubes, and hexagons. What about diamonds? Right? I guess that's just you turn it around and so yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's still okay. so they pick the hardest one. No, it's, it's I think it's a pretty easy one to make. I mean, I can uh, make. I mean, a triangles only three. <laughs> Do it. Let's go. 
Yeah, but there's not as much uh, like um, circular area, like in or volume in the middle. Like wow. a hexagon yeah. will maximize your amount of you know, volume inside. Okay. And being closer to a circle, it might be more structurally strong. I believe you. Oh, yeah. that was nice, Mike. Oh, you see what you did there? The, yeah. It's like a pity. Aw. Yeah, it was yeah. a pity one. <laughs> but you still see actually some Fuck you guys. I'm trying. <laughs> like you, like the some of them, some bees make different shaped uh, cells like um, African honeybees vary in their shapes a little bit. And then sometimes like bees will be like, uh, if they're like building a nest like on, from one side and there's another bee starting on the other side and they like meet in the middle, then sometimes they have to make like like pentagon or heptagon cells. Like a hybrid of what? Because they, they might have spaced it out perfectly so yeah. they have to like make it work. Like you were looking at it, oh, that's where they fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But it's true though, if you look at like real, you know, honeycombs, like there's some irregularities in them. It's not like a perfect. They're just fucking bees. I mean, well, but it's just interesting ever, when you, yeah. Do you guys I, ever eat honeycomb? You no. get like the actual. Honeycomb? I had a chocolate covered honeycomb once. It's fucking good. It was really good. Yeah. But Mike doesn't like honey, so he mm-hmm. would never really? try it. No. It's, I've got this, I'm sure. He doesn't like a regular bees. It's just, I can't get past <laughs> the fact that it's like bee regurgitate. It's like, ugh. But a lot of things we eat are like. Yeah. Did you have milk today? I know. I don't. It doesn't remember from that a video we saw today. of an right. egg being. You would rather drink out of a big fucking disgusting little udder hanging <laughs> off a fucking big smelly animal. <laughs> I didn't say but it made sweet honey. Oh no 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 no. I think it's also like the texture it, is what bothers him because yeah, the texture well, reminds him no, of what it. it's made of. Whereas with milk, you don't think of like cow udders when you drink it. At least I don't. I do. Like and plus, I mean. <laughs> It's the only way to drink it. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you drink milk as a kid through your mother and stuff like that. You know, like that f- just but seems still, not like you would never drink horse milk. No, never. No. That's fucking disgusting. It uh, is. Why have you tried it? But a it? cow's milk oh, <laughs> <laughs> every day, all day. Well, you know, <laughs> I put yeah. that shit in my ice cream. Put that shit everywhere. Put my, it in my coffee. coffee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look, I didn't. Cat's s- milk. Dog's milk. You do dog's milk. Dog's you? milk. Yeah. What the fuck? I would Pig's not... milk. No. No. I Cow's milk? Yeah, sure. But I it's didn't just say like, you know, it's that's habit. That yeah. my it's distaste for that's honey was rational. I just can't get past the fact that it's fucking bee spit. <laughs> All right. Uh, I get it. I eat other animals. I, I know. I drink <laughs> milk. I slaughter pigs and eat them. You know, I like, yeah. you know, pig buttocks. Fucking chow. <laughs> that I like don't Forrest know Gump. If I, uh, like that, yeah. pig buttocks. <laughs> pig buttocks. You know, that's chow down time. You know what I mean? I just ate a pig's ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm well, okay with it. <laughs> Bees spitting. <laughs> yeah, do don't know why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, it's not rational. I'm sure. Like, see, I, I think that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> it, I'm sure so it's like, better for me than like sugar or corn syrup. I just can't get past it. Yeah, I can't. It's my own little thing. See, I think there, there's a cool thing there. Like, so there's like the habit or, you know, we're culturally conditioning, like milk's fine, eggs are fine, but you're not going to eat some other bird's menses or drink milk from, you know, something else. And then you you find, you, you feel like you have to like rationalize all these other things. And that's where cognitive distance comes in. Yep. It's no, like no, where no, you no. feel I like you have to. I just said it was irrational. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but for a lot of people, and, and we all do it like in small little day things, like we, we try and find excuses for why we don't do things like that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't drive this way because blah blah or like yeah. don't dress like this because blah 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 and we like have to validate and we find excuses 
so that we don't have to change our habits. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put up those walls. Yeah. I at least recognize I have an issue. It's not an issue. You just don't like it. I mean, you know, like the same it's way not, that. It's not the taste. Like I've had honey and stuff and it tastes fine. It's yeah, just. I know. I put honey I in your food all the time you're not looking. It's just. I know you have. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're high on mushrooms, you'd eat honey. Yeah. Maybe I just need a trip and think about honey. <laughs> you know? That sounds good. Just like have like the little bear packages. Just little. <laughs> I love the little bears. Me. Yeah. Little honey yeah. bears. Just, just, yeah. just hold those, trip, and be like, this is good. <laughs> and all of a sudden I imagine I see the bears like moving. And They're like, hey, Mike, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like that bad Winnie the Pooh cartoon. What bad Winnie the Pooh well, cartoon? Yeah, there's no bad Winnie the Pooh the, cartoon. Yeah, come yeah on. like when he was dreaming and all the honey pots were like, oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was a that, that was an that acid bad. trip. That was a bad trip for Pooh. That was a bad trip for Pooh. With like <laughs> the weird Speaking elephant honey of Pooh. Yeah, the bad like no, elephants. I know God. you guys want. Hey, I've got to talk too. You okay. keep dragging me into this. Go ahead. Start making your uh, own segues then. No, I don't have to make a segue. I'll <laughs> no. just shit all over yours. Well, there we go. You heard it. That worked. How would you like to make a little uh, side cash? Look, I'm not going to sell my shit out. What if it uh, uh, made you, I don't know, $13,000? A year. Not a shit sellout. <laughs> My shit's you, pure, son. Sh- Dude, if your shit's pure, you might be able to pull in more. Yeah. Nope. No? What? You wouldn't ever? I'm, You're I just going to fucking flush that money down the toilet? Yeah. Every time. Look, one man's I'll trash. Be, you could be getting 40. I'll even plunge that shit down if it won't go. <laughs> you could be making 40 to $50 a per shit. shit. Yeah. Per shit. Per shit. My shit's like five like, days a week. I don't like. I'm sure my shit was more interesting when I had bad habits. Doesn't it no, be interesting? No, it has it's to not be, like art. It's about yeah. It's about being <laughs> well, healthy. It came actually, out pretty artistic. They want the healthier stuff. They, oh, they do. Yeah, they, they want, want it for shit. the for the gut microbes or yeah. It's well, for fecal transplants. Right. Oh God damn yes. it! Not mm-hmm. this again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So think about it. Two hundred and fifty thousand Americans each year are hospitalized for mm-hmm. shit related illnesses. <laughs> Not what it's <laughs> for infections of C. It looks like it says difficult, but it's difficile, 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 difficile. Yeah, like difficile. You sure it's not like <laughs> Because you're fourteen thousand people die every from year shit? in yes. the United States, or from lack of some deadly shit. shit. That's like four people a day. Deadly or forty shit. people a day. Yeah, fatal shit. So, see, you could be helping them and making up to $13,000 a year. But you got to commit five days a week. Mm -hmm. Five days a week, shit. Show up, you shit. To be healthy, you know. Yeah. They want the people whose uh, stomachs are the healthiest. (laughs) And there's this This awesome chart (laughs) at the bottom. (laughs) It looks like it's been written by like a third grader, basically. The font is... What constitutes a a healthy (laughs) shit? Well, I okay. So I told Reno he should do this because he's really healthy. He's in shape. My he shit's eats. really good. That's right. Yeah, it's good <laughs> shit. Your shit don't you know, stink. Exactly. Uh, it smells like roses. It smells like money is what it smells like. <laughs> and you okay, know, so what yeah. kind of shits do you take? Um, oh my god, are we gonna describe this? I yeah. want to know. Because you I'm, really want to know what my shit is like. I don't. My shits know. might not measure up to his shits. I usually shit well, like around like oh uh, about an hour, hour and a half after I wake up. Yeah, that's about the same for me. And then I usually shit about two or three times a day. Whoa. And they usually come out like logs. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the worst conversation ever. Like brown. Log. They're not dark brown, not usually light brown. 
So would you say they're more like this? <laughs> Seven. Like that's just that's like a dry pile of shit. Um, but uh, I don't Logs. know how much uh, they have this chart and it says like size of poop, like fifty grams that could treat one person. Yeah. hundred grams could treat two people. That makes sense. Who weighs their shit? In I don't grams know. Anyways, well, like, if you if this was your job, or pounds, do you like you would shit put in a bag? Scale in the right. <laughs> they, like stick it on. Yeah, scale. they put it on a scale like they do at the, the grocery store. So where yeah. do you go to <laughs> donate your shit? <laughs> the, the produce scale. <laughs> like they have a they have like a shit is this organic coin? or is this GMO? <laughs> That's this what they have. They have like a shit coin star. Like they have at the grocery store. Doors. They have like shit coin star. You like take a shit, yeah, and dump like it that. in the machine. Coin like don't throw your change shit. away. Turn it into you know. Yeah. We'll get income. You charge ten percent off your shit though. I know. That's right. It's like scraping it off the top. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is a real thing. Like it is people real, get yeah. paid so, to donate their shit. Well, they're not really donating it if they get paid. They're so like blood source, there's like Burn. But you do got bleed. you back from Rochambeau. Damn it! Like you could donate your blood at blood source. So right, you go you to like shit source and donate your shit source. <laughs> and they get like the bumper sticker and the T-shirt, like they do when you donate blood. I gave a shit. <laughs> right there. That's it. Oh my god. Give a shit. Save yeah. some lives. <laughs> That's perfect. What's wrong with the world today? This don't give a shit. That's, see? That's the name That's of it. this podcast app episode. <laughs> I gave a shit. Yep. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you make $40 per donation or you make 50 if you come five days a week, that translates to $250 per week, assuming you only shit, you once. Only shit once. Or you can only donate once it's a day. It's 1000 bucks a month. It's $12,000 a year. There's actually 52 weeks in a year. Well, I'm just going 4444. Four, four, four. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so yeah, this is a little bit extra. Yeah. 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 yeah it's 13,000. Do they require a specific diet? Like, are they go like, they do, like, do they like drug screen and all that? Yeah. I'm assuming sure, like yeah. Doritos are out, you know. Well, you, you can have them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like hot sauce probably. I'm not sure a they're good more thing. concerned about drugs because, like, even with like pharmaceutical stuff, there, there might be traces of it in your poo. Yeah. And they're like putting it in somebody else. Oh, so. yeah. well, then. Uh, Gonna have to close that mind off so you can make some money with your shit. <laughs> well, that shit is out of your shit in like three days, anyways. <laughs> but that's three days of non-shitting. That's one hundred and fifty dollars you're, you're missing out on. It's a hundred. Losing money all my life. Right? <laughs> oh, but like think about it. If you didn't do drugs for like a year, and you then you could. Bought, I don't have to go a year. I just have to go three days. <laughs> no, like, you know, like no, but wow. like a whole year. A whole you year. could take the thirteen thousand you made and mm-hmm. just like buy a whole bunch of them right off the bat. Think about I, that. I could do that. <laughs> Just party like you a rock could. star with your shit money. Yeah. What with are you going to do with money? your 13 grand? <laughs> drugs. drugs. With your dirty money. <laughs> it wouldn't last very long if I did that, would I? I, I guess not. No, I mean, it wouldn't be. I'd like, run out of energy. You, you know? would. There'd be no ring in your step. <laughs> <laughs> So there's. I didn't even have to interrupt that one. But you did you anyways. You just did. Yeah. Oh my god. Can't help it. Go sell your habit. shit. <laughs> Make up for it. So there's these two dry pile type batteries, and we're not quite sure what exactly those are. But yeah. there's these two batteries in Oxford, uh, at Oxford University, and they like are piled, piled like just tons of batteries no, piled. They still look dry very pile, big. Like yeah. <clears throat> not much bigger than your laptop in height. Oh. Um, there's like little, <laughs> yeah, they're like thin sticks. Um, mm-hmm. not, no wider than this microphone probably. And there's two bells kind of like on them. And there's a little... Um, clapper. Like, clapper thingy hanging between them. 
and there's a like a once it hits the belt like there's a electrostatic lo- charge yes yeah well so i'm picking ahead. up all kinds of, no that's all i had you keep uh, going no, okay yeah all right okay interrupt me when you feel like it. someone right. dropped <laughs> some acid earlier today so the electrostatic charge makes it bounce off and it hits the other bell right next to it so then it bounces off and it keeps on bouncing off each other and so these batteries only need to uh, give off one nanoamp of energy in order to keep this back and forth going. So it's been going since 1840. Yeah, it's a long time. Don't batteries, batteries that's 175 like, years? And the interesting don't thing batteries is like naturally they, just lose their charge? Yeah. Over time. So how have they kept even a remote amount different. of charge for that long? Because it's only kind. one nanoamp per time it needs to. Yeah, but even with not using the like, let's say that the nanoamp wasn't being used during that time, that batteries naturally lose their electrical charge. It so like how are they playing off each other though? So yeah, how are they? How do they even still spending energy though? Yeah. Yeah. They're spending one nanoamp. Like that much. the energy is depleting even without yes. the use. So how are they still capable of doing this after all that much? Mushrooms. <laughs> thing outside the box. They kind of look like mushrooms. They do actually. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing. Probably not. <laughs> I was asking a serious question here. <laughs> I gave you a, a pretty answer. serious answer. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure they're not having a trip. No, no, they're not <laughs> having one. They just did. So, but anyways, like the, the scientists don't want to touch it or like take it apart because then the batteries might die. Yeah. Or, and yeah. they're not sure what they're made of. Like they, they want to know, but they're also kind of like, it's cool. It's lasted this long. They know they're covered in sulfur or something. Or yeah. Other. Yeah. Sulfur. Yeah. But other than that, they're just keeping them in this little glass case. But the little clapper is barely like hitting them. Like mm-hmm. there's not even a sound. Like you wouldn't even be able to yeah, hear it. It's just moving. Sure, so it was way more exciting it's back kind in of 1840. Fucking pointless. It, well, kind of. In a way, like the idea it's, is cool. It, it, the idea is kind of cool. But the video is really funny it's because like, hey, it's look just at this like tiny uh, clapper moving like a moving. millimeter to left and right, and it's yeah. not even ringing these bells. It's been doing that forever. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. touch it. We don't want this to stop. I know it's really, Are you sure really important. Are you sure this is just happening through like maybe some small seismic activity? Oh, and it's not. Fun. It's not the batteries. Oh, it's that'd something be like else. the biggest cover up wah, ever. Wah. Yeah, <laughs> like, guys just shaking the table. She's yeah, like, it's it's <laughs> happening because someone happened to walk in the building or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like the vibration. Hmm, uh oh. Yeah, I I I have a. If only we could test this like in a space station or something. I know. It'd be such a good investment. It would. No astronauts need to be up there either. It's just like no, put exactly. them there and like put a camera there and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What. I thought it was a segue, so I was going to keep my mouth oh, shut. Oh, no, but... The, oh. Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> good oh. God. God, you asked. I was being good. What, you, what the no, fuck? That's why I said good God. It was just like a... Yeah. Right. I, I, I really thought it was a segue. It is, right? No, it, no. No, that this was is actually the last, the last thing we're going to talk about. Okay. But let it be noted that producer Mike did not interrupt the segue he thought was there. I tried. Yeah. I tried. Whatever. I'll be better next week. Uh, no it's okay all right so to break habits you gotta do something new every single day like every day you have to do something new so what do you guys what, what's something you guys could do new tomorrow i'll take lsd no you won't <laughs> yeah that's gonna say. <laughs> well actually i did something new today i lost at rochambeau two times in a row yeah. that wasn't done un- that was intentionally maybe it was <laughs> that was that was no that's not how that okay, was like, yes. hey i quit smoking cigarettes today because i accidentally dropped my cigarette <laughs> in the gutter <laughs> and it was um, my last one yeah. like oh i quit yeah 
quit so, drinking because I actually dropped my drink. Because uh, you <laughs> ran out of alcohol. I quit. Oh, about a Jack Daniels. Guess I quit. Unless you have some. You have some? Yeah. You want some? I mean, that you probably leaving pretty no, soon, so that's not yeah, a good I idea. I was choking. Jeez Louise. As long as you're taking LSD or something. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are you going to do, New? We'll start with you. Uh, here. Tomorrow's Thursday. Wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna hit the snooze button three times. I'm gonna hit it less. Four times. No, no, less than <laughs> two times. Less than t- so. No, no less than three times. I get. I get two snoozes, <laughs> but I'll shoot for one. Okay. So I'll try and wake up before. You should do like less snoozes. Yeah, I'm gonna wean myself day. off snoozing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like opposite strength training or something like that. Waking yeah. up early. Oh my gosh. All right, so that's, that's what I'm gonna intense. do. Yeah. Okay, Mike, you go. I still have to think of something. <sighs> I don't know. It doesn't have to be like groundbreaking. Just Try different. yoga or acro yoga. Uh, no, not happening. No, no. Get rid of his bitch face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just said I didn't have bitch face like an hour ago, <laughs> motherfucker. Telling stories. Um, I don't know what I'll do different because I've been doing so many different things all the time. Oh, Would come you, on. What, did you do something today that you've never done before? I was nice to a certain coworker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Right on. Yeah. Think you think you do that again tomorrow? No. He was pissing me off today and it was really hard to be nice. Yeah. No, I What I about don't. you, Nina? Do you think you might not uh you know piss off your students or clients <laughs> or coworkers for once? Or do you <laughs> no. always have to make them cry? I think I'll do it all the time from now on. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now something I wanna new. I want to do something um, new tomorrow. Something different. Do something new tomorrow. I'll read a new book. Mm. Yeah, because you got a bunch of new books. I do. I have six books. But the the act of reading isn't new. Like this is new new every day. This is like new, like think out of the box new. To be okay, so but really though, seriously speaking, like I'm a creature of habit, extremely. Like I like to rewatch the same movies and the same shows, and I keep books around that I've read. You're a creature of times. habit because you I know made what I'll that do. habit. I'm You're not a creature of habit naturally. Okay. I, yeah, Your habit is a creature. I of made habit. a habit of making habits. There you go. I know That's exactly right. what I'll do tomorrow. Okay, I'm not done with mine <laughs> yet. I figured it. Interrupter. I know. <laughs> well, it was a segue, so it's okay. That's if you next week. It. Yeah. That's next week. I'll not interrupt. I just people. go. Go ahead. I won't turn on the Xbox. <gasps> what? Uh, it's on right now. Turn on the Xbox. Well, let's look at that. Like it's on hey, right Xbox, now. turn off. Doesn't, isn't that Try to it again. Hey, Xbox, hey, turn, turn off. off. Yes. All right. That shit is so cool. Yes. Yeah. Please. Just say yes. This, this item one, item two. That's different. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, yeah. Nina, what uh, kind of books did you get from the library? Um, I got one on dreams and nightmares, which is a pretty standard thing for me to check out. But then I realized that I'm reading a lot less fiction than I normally did like a while ago. And mm-hmm. I really, that bothered me because I like to write a lot of fiction. It's not a good habit to get into to like stop reading and then write, you know? Mm-hmm. So I checked out a book about an autistic girl who like copes with her disease by cooking in the kitchen. And she has all this family drama going on in the background, but it's like focus on her. And so you see everybody else's problems through her which is hard because she's not really aware of people's emotions so there's that and then there's one about like this guy who is dying he's got a fatal disease and he decides to go visit like all of the endangered species in the zoo and like connect with them and like meditate on his situation and that sounds cool i know it was really interesting to find and i don't even remember like all of them that are over there um Maybe I'll start reading more yeah. fictional books because I, I rarely read fiction. I love just going to the library. I do it all the time. I go to the library and then I just look. I know this is a really bad thing to do, but if there's a Judge cover. Judge a book by its cover? Well, if, if there's a cover or a title that, <laughs> you know, 
calls my attention. I get it. And the last few times I've done it, I've ended up picking books that all have connections that I didn't see initially. Mm-hmm. But they're like, once I read it, I'm like, oh my God. Like there was one where... Oh, it's like, like things are connected? It is like things are connected. Oh my gosh, because that's how like everyone says on their... What life is like when they take mushrooms and acid. Maybe I did. No. Maybe I did. There was one book where like the main character's brother um, had OCD and the other book was like about OCD. And in the first book, there was no way of me knowing whether there was going to be a minor character who had that. So it was just like these weird connections that kept happening. And the book itself was about weird connections that happen in life. So it was a little, yeah, it was cool. But you should just go and be like, this looks good and just pick out a big fucking stack and read it. I try not to judge books by the covers. No, though. but you're not judging. You're just sort I, of like it's more like <laughs> randomly picking stuff. Like you don't go there okay. with a certain title in mind, but you just browse and you're like, all right, yeah. Like waste my time just random, randomly no, reading it's not things. A waste, what? Like what if I grab like a textbook? You won't. No, go to like the fiction section. Oh, okay, that's a good. Idea. There's some. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! They have those at the library. Yeah, they're all organized. <laughs> <laughs> There's this whole system. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you've got your assignment for next oh, week. Oh, and I've, I've gotten back into playing chess. We <gasps> still have to play chess. Yeah, well, I'm totally going to lose, but you and Mike will have a good game. Tomorrow, Get chess with friends. Yeah? We play chess. Yes. We can play chess like, with friends, like on, on your phones. phones. Yeah. It's not the same. I like analog. Yeah, I like the I love moving well, and like analog considering. Is the best do you way. guys have that app? I have chess with friends, yeah. yeah. All right. I'll play you. All right, let's do it. All right, I'll, I'll get I'm 4-0 oh since I've been 30. I played four games. Yeah. You probably beat me. Only played four? Oh, yeah. This year. I'm not very good at it. I just. (laughs) Fucking undefeated. Yeah. I'm not very good at it. I just like to play it. Like, no one will play, so I think that's why I'm not really good at it because I never have anyone to play. Well, I'll play with you. And our last couple games were actually, like, you usually just, like, blow me out of the water, but the last couple games, like, took a little bit of time to, you know. No, that's true. So I, I was you trying get to better. be patient. Yeah. I don't enjoy games that take Most forever. of the time, she's just like, pawn, pawn, knight, knight, yeah, checkmate, fuck. Yeah, I just like fucking move things. I'm yeah. like, eh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But <laughs> like the, the one part of my life where I'm like, I'm not going to plan this out. <laughs> yeah. It's just. <laughs> the one that is all about planning <laughs> yeah. it out and like thinking things through. But that's what's fun is like when it's a task where I have to do that, I'm like, eh, I'll just see what happens. It doesn't matter. It's just a game. Not like Rochambeau. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just <laughs> chess. The two things in my life that I just don't have anyone that'll go with me or do it with me. Um, it's chess. a small world after all. After all, uh, you guys are fucking everything up. <laughs> chess and no one will go golfing with me. Oh, I'm not gonna go uh, golfing. Yeah. yeah, mini golfing. Yeah, I'll play chess with you. Okay. Yeah. See. See. <laughs> all right. Well, by the I, next. I guess one out of two is not so bad. He might break your streak by the next podcast. We'll have to report what your score is. All right, yeah. Yeah. You're going to kick my ass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no doubt Maybe, about it, know. but I'll have fun getting my ass kicked. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Six Degrees of Rumination with your hosts, Rena Gorman, Nina Boyd, and their producer, Mike. Good night. Good night.